I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. Welcome everyone to another episode of Sitcom My Face. I'm Nick Franco. And I'm Jay Bidwell. How you doing, pal? I'm doing well. How, you know, how's it been the past couple of weeks? Uh, I know we had that, that spooky holiday, didn't, didn't we? we? Didn't we? We did? Oh, yeah. Do anything good for uh, Halloween? One of my ex's birthdays, perhaps? <laughs> they always <laughs> yes. send a cold shiver down my spine. <laughs> yes, the spookiest holiday of all. The day <laughs> the evil came into this world. <laughs> I, you know, I was fucking sick as shit for well over a week, and I'm oh, still draining sucks. shit out of my head. I was in a wedding uh, was it two weekends ago now. Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> in the next, I'm glad it waited. It was open bar. So I enjoyed that. The next day, I woke up and was just fucking wrecked. Chest up, just wrecked. Shit clogged and, oh, God, it was bad. It was probably the worst cold I've ever had in my entire life to the point where they tested me for COVID and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It was one of those magic moments where you go to the doctor, though, and he goes, I'm going to give you the next couple days off, too. And you're like, yes, I mean, oh, it sucks. <laughs> oh, it sucks. So I just laid in bed and watched horror movies for... Four, five, four days. Sweet. Sweet, sweet. And then I went back to work for one day and had two more days off because it was my regular day. There we go. Yeah, it's like yeah, me, me, it's like, you know, we, we were watching a few movies. I actually uh, revisited one movie like I hadn't watched in like ages. Uh, the original Friday the 13th, which was actually filmed in Jersey and at, at yeah. the, summer, the summer camp that I used to go to. When I was out there, I was trying to get my buddy Joe to go, uh, but we were going through... At the time, it was like 3 a.m., so. Right, yeah. That was that Nobi little bit Bosco of a problem. or whatever? Yeah, Camp Nobi Bosco. Yeah. Uh, I've seen they were doing tours again. Yes, they, they they did the tours again this year. That Last year, of course, they suspended because of the COVID, but um, yeah, they've been doing it for four four years or so, I think. That's... I've watched someone's uh, YouTube video on it, so I felt like I went last year. Oh, sweet. I was like, I'll just pretend that I'm, that I'm there. <laughs> Fuck you, but- Corona. God yeah, but it. It, it, it's weird, like, watching back and then seeing, like, what, when you watch some of these older horror movies and slasher movies, like, seeing that, it's like, okay, so they had some good ideas, but, ooh, some of these other things, yeah. The kills okay. were cool, but the, the story I never loved in that, it's like... Yeah, it, it's like, the, the, the story was alright The as ending's a, a real cheat. Yeah, yeah. I it, fucking it, hate the ending. Some people love the ending. I'm like, if you would... I don't. Do we spoil Friday? Is that old enough to? I, let's see. <laughs> yes. 1980. So if you haven't watched it in the past 41 years, if you've ever seen Scream, it's already been spoiled for you. Where he says, "Who's the killer in Friday the 13th?" And the <laughs> she goes, "Jason fucking Voorhees." And he's like, "No, Jason's mother was the killer." You know. Yeah, Mrs. Voorhees. Uh, yeah. But they don't lay her in at really at all in the movie. And then at the end, she just kind of shows up and is like, "I'm Mrs. Voorhees, and I'm I'm the killer." And you're like, "It's, yeah, it's, like, it's a yeah, who done it, or you uh, could never figure it out." I'm I'm the friend of the the, the guy that bought the place. The Christie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. That's the, the ticket. Yeah, it's a who done it where they're like, "Fuck you, you're never gonna figure it out." We're just gonna. <laughs> 
the, throwing the a who new character because in the last you don't minute. even know this who. <laughs> like, <laughs> did I did I happen to mention the the this motherfucker covered in shit story from like three weeks ago? Oh no no no! I this don't is my little you're... little fucking boy Killian right here. Say hi, Aww. oh cute little hey. bitch. Yeah, he's cute. But so I let him out. All right, you can go go eat, go do something. Um, <laughs> I let him outside like three weeks ago. He comes back to the door. You know, five minutes later, I'm carrying groceries in, wagging his tail, happy as can be, covered in fucking shit, bro. Wow, caked in shit. His harness, everything, caked in shit. I was like, what the fuck happened? What? Do <laughs> so you the find hell? a fountain of it, or you're I like, dude? <laughs> Like, I was out there with the hose, hosing this bitch down, trying to give him a bath. I don't want to touch him. So he's running around. He thinks we're playing because I'm spraying him with the fucking hose. And <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me get dirty again. Like, no, no. It was a nightmare. <laughs> so I find this giant fucking flat mound of shit. And I'm like, what the hell is this? There's like hay in it and shit. We have a big open backyard. We're out in the, in the boonies, but we don't have fucking cows or horses or any of that shit. I'm like, where the fuck did this shit come from? Cut to... Friday, I'm I'm doing my laundry, getting ready to leave for that wedding. Oh no! And I I pull my head out of the dryer. I look out the window. There's two fucking giant cows. Did you see my video on Facebook? Oh There's no! Two I, I missed goddamn that. cows in our backyard. Oh shit! I was like, well, well I guess uh, I found the culprits of the fucking shit mound. <laughs> yes, yeah. Your, your little doggies there. I was like, yeah, I love cow pies. Oh, my God. I was so pissed that day. My neighbors must have thought I was nuts. I'm like, I'm hosing them down, fucking chasing them. I'm like, you're a fucking piece of shit. My neighbors must be like. It's like, no, I just rolled in it. <laughs> Cuckoo, bitch. Um, but um, yeah, then it was weeks later, and these cows show up in my yard again, and I'm like, oh, this ain't your first visit, is it, you fucks? <laughs> so... Um, I'm, I go out there and I'm doing, I did like a little video like, eh, believe this shit. I told that story. And immediately these cows take off into the road. Of course, block traffic. There's like five cars on my road. Like, what the fuck? And also this dude pulls up and he's waving at the cows, screaming. And I was like, are those yours? He's like, yeah. So I guess, I mean, I should have been like, hey, next time my dog rolls into your cow shit, you're bathing them, bitch. <laughs> you owe me one doggy bath, you fuck. Uh, well, at, at least he's clean now. <sighs> that was fun. Anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to share that fun story with you because I wasn't sure if you saw my video I put on. No, I I, I missed that one. Jeez. <laughs> uh, there's you you don't understand how perplex, perple, perplexing it is when you open your back door and you're like, I don't have cows. Why are there cows here? <laughs> Why are there two cows in my yard? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did somebody make a trade for some magic beans? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh, anyway, did you do anything yeah. fun for Halloween? Uh, Halloween itself, you know, we were just you know you know watching some of the uh, shows and that. Um, you know, like I said, you know, watching some of the movies. I, I, I like I said, I watched the Friday the Thirteenth just because one, I hadn't watched it in so long, and two, I, I was preparing for my other podcast, so I'm like, you know what, let, let, let me uh, look at the uh, the old... Oh, uh, did you cover the like the filming of it or something on there? I, yeah, I talked a, a bit about the, uh, the the background of that. It, like, it, it's, uh, you should plug your other podcast while you're talking about oh, it. Oh, yeah, the, the other podcast is What Exit Jersey Stories, and... Uh, what you know, Exit? I, I was, his asshole. It's always his asshole. <laughs> that is one exit. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, we're just talking about like the, the towns and watching it 
it's like, oh wait, hold on, yeah, yeah, that that says Blairstown Diner. Oh well, hold on a second. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that, that says Hope. Right. Oh, the truck, the the guy that gave her a lift. That's that says Stanhope on it right there. It's like okay. Doug Stanhope. <laughs> yeah, Doug Stanhope. No, 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 no wow, not him. Weird. I didn't even know he was around back then. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's funny looking back though at. The, the 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 movies that kind of ushered in the era of the slasher, you know, th- thinking about like two years earlier, you had Halloween, and then Friday the 13th for on such a low budget that it's like okay, everyone saw, hey, we can do these slasher fix too, uh, slasher. You know, I feel like not enough yeah. people give Texas Chainsaw its credit too, because that was like oh, 74. No, no, that, was that was even before. Yeah. You go, no, no, a lot that, of people give. Um, I mean, of course, Psycho as well, but. Oh, of course, for, yeah, for like, the yeah, whole that's... different genre of mm-hmm. killers, I I think uh, as much as but, I love Mikey, I think Leatherface might have started that shit. You know what I I would say, but I think at that time it was considered more of a cult movie rather than yeah, could be like the big movie. Halloween, on the other hand, really hit it big, and then two years later they did you know with uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Hey, you know, for a low budget movie for like. For a half a million dollars, they got, let's see, five, 59, uh, almost $60 million <laughs> on their return. I think it was the big, highest grossing indie film at one point. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so so that was basically Halloween. We didn't really have many trick-or-treaters uh, going, so yeah, it was a little disappointing. Yeah, I went to the bar for like a couple hours after work just so I could feel like I got out of the, of the oh, fucking... There you go. There was a sexy little bartender, just like a Kit Kat bar, and we kept going, give me a break, give me a break, break me up. <laughs> she, I don't think she got it. <laughs> break me up a piece of that ass. Oh. Um, so, not mean, too bad. She wasn't an M&M. You could have said, let me see if you melt in my mouth, melted. not in my hands. No, uh, <laughs> hey, yo. So, but, uh, we... we go, go into me- sitcoms, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we should probably mention our two... Uh, our two deaths since our last show. We had two sitcom yes. uh, stars, I guess. I could, I would call Gunther a star. Uh, we call yeah. him. No, I, I definitely. At the beginning, he, you know, he was just supposed to be some extra, but he really got made into a main character there at Central Perk. Yeah, so we covered Friends on our very first show, and Gunther has passed away. He was a had cancer i guess i didn't yeah, realize he had stage that four, uh, ca- cancer for I, f- I forget how long they said he had it well remember when we were talking about the reunion i was like mm-hmm. they just threw him up on the screen the big screen and we're just like oh hey okay see ya and i was like yeah, that was just weird yeah. weird and kind of rude but then i when he died i was like oh that makes more sense and i looked at like yeah. i think it was a good morning america or something and they were talking to him and he basically said I didn't want to go be on the show and make it the oh look Gunther's dying of cancer show, right? So he I guess just wanted to do a little quick cameo, which is I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, so, the, the the acknowledgement, but not t- like what he said, you know, not taking away from the rest of the what right. they were doing. So then that made a lot a lot more sense when I was like, oh, okay. And the other one, what's his name? Uh, Peter Scolari. Is that his name? Yep. Yeah, uh, t- two main uh, sitcoms I remember him from. One is Newhart. Mm-hmm. Well, which is funny because we've been talking for a while about trying to cover Newhart. Yeah, and we couldn't find it streaming, and now we're co- tonight we're covering the Bob Newhart, Newhart show, show. His, the the previous the, show the, to yes, Newhart, the, the the original Bob Newhart 
you know, like uh, s- sitcom. So but, it would have um, been weird if we were covering Newhart tonight and then that guy just happened to die at the same Yeah, time. ooh, okay. <laughs> that would have like, been strange. <laughs> then you get to see wh- what other uh, shows we're covering and see who else is, uh, you know, <laughs> it's like, we're oh, no. We're not allowed to cover any Betty White shows. <laughs> the, the, if the, I, the if sitcom I feel my face, Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that and Bosom Buddies, right? Bosom Buddies was the first one I remember. With Tom Hanks, which was a cross-dressing comedy from the 80s i guess was yep. it early yeah, 80s early 80s yeah and um before tom hanks was a everywhere film star i guess yes yeah was he um, he wasn't really around in the 70s much was he no i believe uh what was the the first thing i remember him from there was a tv a made for tv movie called mazes and monsters one was bachelor party was that like his first big movie uh, no, no, I don't think that was his first big movie, but that was like 85, I think, I want to say. Oh, wow. 85, 86. Yeah, it is weird. It is weird to think about how prestigious you think of Tom uh, Tom Hanks and all these early sleazy movies he started with. Yeah, no, I, I remember. Bosom Buddies it. was a real tongue-in-cheek, raunchy type bachelor party. Had had the donkey party, right? Did it have the, didn't, wasn't that where the donkey thing came from for Clerks? Uh, wait, I'm trying to remember. I thought Randall mentions that. You know what? It, you know, it, it's been a while since I actually saw that one. It's like, I, I just remember the, the, the one guy, of course, because of my name. <laughs> I, I remember. <laughs> I think he mentions ever since I saw Bachelor Party, I wanted this, you know, something like that. But I've never actually seen Bachelor Party. I just know it's kind of. Oh, OK. But um, uh, what, what was going to say? The, the, the other thing about uh, the move, um, not the movie, the show. Uh, bosom buddies was it's another one of these uh what we were talking about the music thing where it's like yeah the theme song was my life from billy joel and i think that one got hung up uh in you know like in the replays of uh that show you know the, yeah the, maybe the the, the 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 rights of uh replaying that just like we've uh, mentioned re- on replaced other it ones. with my life by like gwen stefani or whatever that was it's my <laughs> life <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that one had the same effect. Uh, You know, they probably just played I'm Just a Girl, you know, like, (laughs) hey, it fits. Good job. There we go. Proud of you. Comedy writer right there, my friends. (laughs) I wouldn't hire you, but comedy writer. Or 1.01. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah. So we just wanted uh, to give a quick RIP to them and. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I guess we'll, you know, we'll get, cover uh, Scalari here in the future when we do talk about Newhart, and we've already correct. covered. Uh, I don't know if we talked much about Gunther, but he was a fun character. Oh no, he he definitely was a fun character. But I, yeah, I think we didn't speak much except a little bit about like you know how he was kind of like snubbed there and that. As uh, someone trying to be an actor, though, good for him. That motherfucker was an extra who fucking yep. rose to the top, bro. That that's all he was supposed to be. Yeah. Man in the, the background start. becomes a character. Like, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. He bl- he thanked his hair. <laughs> exactly. He goes, he goes, my hair was just quirky enough. I think they were like, all right, let's give this guy a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to give him lines. <laughs> but we are covering a show tonight that uh, I had so much fucking fun revisiting last night. And uh, as I mentioned to you, I kind of been sprinkling it throughout the last few months. Because mm-hmm. this is one that I, I brought up pretty early, I feel like. Yes, um, you, you did mention this early. I was like, man, I, I've been kind of getting into it again. And I I don't know. I, I don't know if I would say it's like a, an amazing show, but there's something so comforting and brilliant about it. Yes. And, and, and I think a lot of that comes from the and we've discussed this before, the delivery of Bob Newhart. It, yes. It's just who he is as a character, 
how he delivers his lines, like his facial expressions. He's 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 great. <laughs> the Bob Newhart show. What years did this run? I didn't even look at that. Actually, uh, ran from I believe it was seventy two. Yeah, September of seventy two to April of seventy eight. Went six seasons and one hundred and forty two episodes. So was he a stand up before this? Yes, that, he was. Okay, yeah. so he was doing like comedy albums and shit like that. Yeah, actually, I had one of the early Bob Newhart albums. Uh, uh, what was it? The something the something mind of Bob Newhart, where if you the um, kinky mind of Bob, yes, Newhart. the kinky mind of Bob. <laughs> that would Newhart. be a fucked up album, right there. <laughs> Secretly, he's into some real fucked up shit. <laughs> yes, yes, Bob Newhart, p- former porn star. <laughs> no, uh, but um. Now, the, uh, what was it, the button-down mind, I think, of Bob Newhart, one of his famous um, routines was playing a driving instructor. That Now, you got to think of, because it was all audio, you know, like on an album, so he, 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 he pulled you in at, like, Believing that he was a, a driving instructor, you know, w- w- with somebody that is, you know, just starting out, which is just freaking hysterical. It, it, and my my first exposure to him was uh, maybe most kids is uh, the Rescuers. Oh yes, he was. Right. Uh, was it Bernard? I think was the yeah Bernard. Bernard and, and uh, Bianca. What, what, Bianca. Yeah, that that was uh, which Gabor was that Ava or Jaja? I think Jaja. Right. I think it was Jaja. Yeah. Right. So the Rescuers and the Rescuers Down Under. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, which is a weird gap in between those movies. I think the, the yeah, wasn't Rescuers I, like 70s and then the Down yes, Under was I, like 90s or something? I saw the something? Rescuers as a, as a young kid and then I saw res, you know, Rescuers Down Under like... It was like early 90s, wasn't it? Or maybe it was late like 80s? Late, end of the 80s, beginning of the 90s, which was just like so bizarre. <laughs> I don't know. I always, even then, I, I didn't know who he was then, but I, that voice was very comforting. I think yeah. he reminds me of my grandpa, maybe, and that's why I just fucking love the man. <laughs> like, like yeah, we he, talked about with Andy Griffith, I'm like, I just kind of want to go hug him. I just feel, and he's mm-hmm. still around. Like, he's fucking like 90, 90 something years old. He was yeah. on, um, within the last, I would say, six months of the Conan show, he actually had him on. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, fucking Bob Newhart. Yeah. And, and, and he's still, you know, like, even though he's that old, he's still sharp as ever. Yeah. He's like Betty White. Um, just mm-hmm. they got it they're there they, they, they're still they, there they drink from the same fountain so yeah last night i watched the three we had talked about like i said i had been sprinkling them actually i watched two additional ones last night too but we'll get to those um what was your history with the show did you watch it when it was on in, in your young yeah, yeah. young years well, when i was very young you know this was one of the shows you know my mom watched and so again i didn't get the humor necessarily at that time, but I liked, you know, like I liked his facial yeah, and, expressions. And that's and, that's and his, what I was trying to delivery. get at was this show is very interesting in the way that it's written because it's so, it's so conversationally quirky. That's not like, it doesn't yeah. feel like joke, 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 joke. No, it's, no, it's very, and, very much. No, <laughs> I would almost argue that Bob Newhart never really delivered a joke in these episodes. That we, like, especially the ones we watch. I feel like he is the put upon type. I, I saw an interview with Ed O'Neill one time and he talked about him as Al Bundy. He he always felt more like a put upon character. And I right. feel like 
I feel like uh, Bob Hartley, is it Bob Hartley, right? Yes, Bob Hartley. Is the same type of character where he just kind of goes with the flow and life happens to him and around him. Yeah. Um, Which I really like that that vibe on a sitcom especially when there's he's surrounded by such interesting characters like even his wife him and his wife are very normal very much they're not yeah, your yeah, typical like, yeah, sitcom Pluchette, like, they, they had great chemistry yeah she's gorgeous but, by the way Oof, 70s oh, yeah. there. um but they're, yeah they're not your typical jokey sitcom couple i wouldn't say when no. like they are very like they're very loving they're very kind to each other which doesn't happen a lot in sitcoms no 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 the the, the typical sitcom like relationship is like very adversarial type <laughs> right, of like right it's like yeah you know, like like as you brought up al bundy yeah uh, alan peg bundy type of thing king of queens or, you know doug king and carrie are very yeah. a exactly. lot of sitcoms use that man husband against wife thing and i feel like they are so bonded in this show um that but that the, the fun and like the real sitcom stuff comes from the side characters. Oh yes, and and there are some very quirky side characters in the show. So I guess, should we dig into the cast first? We got you know Bob Newhart. We kind of, we kind of covered right. him. You got yep. his wife. Who is what's her name again? Suzanne Plachet. Uh, yeah, she plays Emily. She's so good, like stoic in this show. She like those two really ground this show, which I really love. I, I was just gonna say. She she's probably the most grounded of the yeah. characters, and they don't make her the bitchy wife. Like she, there is a lot of episodes where she's unhappy with him, right? Ma- mainly like, based on his career and how much time it takes of his. But mm-hmm. she's never the sitcom bitchy wife. No, not, not no, she's, I, 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 you I totally always agree. understand where she's coming from. Yeah, and it, yeah. A lot of times, I would be taking her side yeah. in in, in, <laughs> yeah. in these things. And then, like, uh, you know, but I, I get Bob's like point of view. Like, like mm-hmm. his thing is okay because he's a psych- psychiatrist. He's got to be available to his so patients all the time. So dedicated to his job that he will ruin. Yeah, so his dedicated life. to his job, and because of some of the quirkiness of a lot of his patients too. Yeah, that you know, he's he's got to be like on call. So yes, it's he's like, oh, okay, if they want to get away, forget about it. You have his um, receptionist or assistant, whatever she is, is Carol. Yep. Played by Marsha Wallace. Who Marsha Wallace. We have, did we talk about her before, didn't we? She's. Uh, oh, we mentioned her. She we, is, we was Mrs. Krabappel, Bart's teacher on The Simpsons for many years. <laughs> uh, she also had a fun, what, I don't know, maybe a show we'll talk about. That's My Bush was a real short sitcom. Oh God! From the guys who one. made oh, South no, Park, Comedy Central. Yeah, from the guys who yeah, made yeah, South yeah. Park. Uh, we might, I might have you cover that show with me one day. It's only okay. like six episodes, maybe eight episodes. But yeah, she well, was the well, maid in the White have to House. Hit some there. like short, short, uh, short-lived sitcoms. Yeah. When they're that short, shit, you can watch all of them. And cover the whole exactly, show. one sitting. Um, <laughs> You're done. <laughs> so I don't know. I just I fucking love her, and she is. She is kind of the ball of energy on this show, I would say. Yeah. Um, a lot of the characters are that reserved, awkward humor. She seems more the one that brings the fire. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. She, she's more the outgoing. Like, for for Bob, who's more reserved, like you said, you know, he's, he's trying to be grounded, but he's surrounded by all these characters and that. She she is the, 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 the complete, like, uh, extrovert. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, we all know and love her. Then there was the other two actors. I, uh, the one who, what was this character's name? Who's, uh, Major Healy from Genie? What's that guy's name? Oh, yes. Okay. Bill, uh, Bill Daly. Bill Daly. And yeah, Howard. he, Howard. he played How, Howard yes. Borden, who's a, uh, an airline navigator. A, a, a pilot or whatever. And he's their neighbor as well, right? Yeah. He, he's their neighbor that I, I noticed like similarly to the Seinfeld Kramer, it's just, he just walks in whenever the fuck walks he wants. into the, the their apartment, <laughs> just like, oh, oh hey guys, how's it going? You're like, oh, what are we having for dinner? <laughs> he um he's the the lonesome, he, he they're his only friends, kind of, you know. C- correct, that there's only friends. You know, he's divorced. He has a child that it sounds like she, like uh, the uh, yeah. the ex wife has custody ma- mainly. Right. Yep. So he's great. Uh, I'm sure we'll, we will get to him again. I think we'll, we'll probably cover I Dream of Genie at some point down the road. Oh, yeah. Oh, we definitely. Uh, he was a mainstay on that show as well. And then the other friend, Jerry, um, what was the character? I think his name Jerry something. Yeah, uh, Jerry Robinson. He, he's the dentist. Jerry, yes, Jerry Robinson is a dentist in the same office. So I guess they share Carol as a receptionist. Yes. Is that the idea? Yeah, I was just going to bring that up, actually. Yeah, like she, She's kind of like the the receptionist for that shared because it's like a whole there have been other episodes with other medical you know like other doctors like this must be like sort of a medical building or the uh, the medical floor of a building type of thing yeah but a lot yeah, of yeah, the it looks Jerry's like have, the primary other one you see there was probably two main patients i've seen of bobs that would reoccur it was it carlin yeah mr and, carlin and the man we spoke of uh, earlier, the one who played Piglet oh, on yeah. Winnie the Pooh, who we also discussed in the Odd Couple film when we talked about yeah. that. John uh, Fiedler. You that, hear John Fiedler, yep. Yeah, you hear his voice, and you know, it's like, oh my god, wait, I know this guy. I know this guy. Actually, you just see his face, you also know him, because he, he's just one of these guys that's been around, he's been on other oh. shows. He's one of these character yeah. actors, basically. As soon as you hear his voice, though, that was, that was the thing I was talking about with Odd Couple. As soon as he started talking, I was like, why the fuck do I know his voice? And I was like, Piglet! Fucking bitch, Piglet! <laughs> um, but these, Damn you, poo! <laughs> this, this is interesting, because I would love to talk to a real psychiatrist and see how bend bending to their patients fucking demands they are are they like bob oh because yeah, this motherfucker is his patients will come in and be like i need you on christmas and he's yeah. like okay and you're like would a real psychiatrist ever do that i don't know probably not well i think a lot of psychiatrists are on call so they can speak on the phone now they have but, that site where you can uh, 24 hour uh, mental help you know? yeah like yeah basically <laughs> zoom psychologist you know, or whatever or zoom yeah. psychiatrist you know but uh um, well, you got to give bob credit he's dedicated to his job that man loves his fucking job oh yeah so the, i, I want to talk about the theme song real quick okay the theme what 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 what, what was your take on the theme song i I find it super comforting, but I also feel like I don't like it. It's not it's not catchy in any way. It changes rhythms like three parts of it times. are catchy. Yeah, pa- it changes rhythm catchy. like three different times. That that part like there's catchiness, but like you said, it has a lot of starts and stops. Like there's like, literally huh? three different rhythms, I feel like. It's like Yes. The melody speeds up and then it's like, I don't know. I was and, like, and, I don't I I hear it. 
And if you were to ask me two seconds later, I couldn't fucking sing it for you. I couldn't do it. I'd be like, yeah. it, it leaves I, your I, I brain. Just re- I just remember that part of the tune just from, like I said, watching this years ago. I just remember that. It's like that that part of things. Yeah, you can remember. But that if you had told me, oh, do the whole theme song. I'd so be like, puts a gun to your head. It's like, do the new heart song. You're like, I'm fucking dead. I'm fucking dead. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it does its job, but it is weird that it's so. I don't know. It seems like it should be catchy. Like theme songs are supposed to be kind of catchy and get you amped. And this one, I'm just like, like you said, dude. Wait, now it's yeah, like a slow. Like said, now it's like it, a slow it, jam. It, it has the catchy part, but it's surrounded <laughs> by other stuff. <laughs> and <laughs> the the weird thing I noticed. Compared to a lot of sitcoms, you, I mean, this show throughout the entire run has at least those five main characters. Yes. They don't get title card credits in this. They're no. not. Only Bob and the wife are named in the theme song, the opening. Right. All six seasons. And that's kind of strange, right? When all these. That is that is kind of weird. G- given like, you know, okay. If is was- Bob Newhart like, this is my fucking show, assholes. You ain't getting no title card. <laughs> Wait, or- who, whose name's on the title? Yeah. <laughs> It's not Wait, the fucking the Jerry Daly Richardson show, no, show or no. whatever the fuck you said. <laughs> I, I thought that oh. was strange. And I, I was like, maybe the first season or something, they just they weren't big enough yet. And all of a sudden, but no, all six seasons, mm. they were like, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why that it was, you know, like. Because they're that, in every that episode. That is like the first one that I really, that that kind of like stood out. <laughs> They're, those other three actors are in every fucking episode of this show. It's not like they left right. or whatever. Like, they're there the whole fucking time. So that was bizarre. Uh, and I was just, it made me go, I wonder, I hope Bob's not like a fucking eagle maniac who's like, this is my show. I, I don't think so. He does not come across <laughs> as that. Um. So, yeah, the first episode we covered was in season two. Should we jump into that? Yes. Uh, let, 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 let's go on to that one. That was the... That, uh, wait, that was the Christmas one, right? I'm dreaming of a slight Christmas. Yes, I'm dreaming of a slight so, Christmas. We weren't exactly sure which episodes to cover. So, again, I went to a list and a lot of the favorite episodes were all holiday episodes. A lot of Christmas yeah. episodes were on there. I, I, you know what? I've, I've found that actually in a few of the sitcoms that we've like covered so far, when you go to these like top 25 episodes of, mm-hmm. you find a lot of the holiday episodes among the tops you know like like usually you'll find at least one in the top 10 at least there was a really good one that i had watched maybe a month ago it was i don't know i was like oh my god that was also a really good holiday episode but the the comedy just comes from i think he had to give his appendix or his tonsils out on christmas so he's stuck in the hospital and there's this this little old lady who's like the nurse just this fucking decrepit old lady who was so funny. And it was one of those where you're like, I don't think this lady's an actress. <laughs> I think they just found some old bitch to be the nurse. And she was so fucking funny. Oh, um, God. But yeah, that was also uh, that was one of the ones I remember going. That was a really funny episode. And it was also a Christmas episode. But yeah, it wasn't and, on uh, that list. So I'm yeah. And in fact, from what you had uh, sent me and from what reading some of the other lists. Yeah, there were three. Christmas episodes that they did over the yeah. uh, course of the seasons. I'm going to watch all of them. I'm going to I might watch this whole fucking show. Actually, after watching last night, I was doing my little research and I was like, all right, I found Newhart. I finally found a place to stream Newhart. 
and I ordered the Bob Show, um, the third series on Amazon. Oh, okay. So I ordered that. Deep. It was like eleven ninety nine on Amazon. So I'll be watching. Oh, that's not bad. Too. So this is a Christmas episode where basically it's a real easy plot. He his wife wants to spend the holiday with him, but he's busy at work. He's got patients who need him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, it starts out also they they want the the, the okay they want Christmas together. And they don't want to go overboard, so they're you know not not a whole bunch of presents, and uh, the tree at the beginning. Yeah, the fucking Snoopy tree. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's the first thing I thought of. It's like, oh my god, it's like a Charlie Brown Christmas starring Bob Newhart. (laughs) Charlie Brown popped up in the fucking Simpsons Halloween episode we talked about too. What the hell's going on here? (laughs) <laughs> oh no the apartment did you see how fu- how fucking 70s that apartment was in this episode mm-hmm. it was orange and yellow i was like i was oh, having yeah. like it- grandma's house flashbacks dude i was like holy shit yeah and again we, we uh when watching the uh the odd couple a lot of those that same acid, colors that were used. acid puke orange <laughs> yeah that, that's a good way to put it <laughs> acid puke orange yeah, I was like, oh my god, I'm back at grandma's house, fuck. Because my grandparents were very old, and that's exactly what their their trailers looked like. Uh, very 70s. <laughs> the other thing that kind of stood out to me, because there's supposed to be like a blizzard in this episode. Yes. So he has all... Oh, oh and, and, and also they are... Um, the, the the show takes place in Chicago. That's that's the right. setting, too. Right, right, right. So when, when you talk about blizzards, okay, now you're also talking... Chicago. Did you, did you catch all the, the terrible stock footage they were using for the blizzards? <laughs> Every time they transition, they're doing these like shitty stock footage scenes of blizzards, and it's like the well, worst well, quality does, video. I was gonna say, and it doesn't correlate. If like no. if you're talking about like okay, this is how far in the blizzard we are. It's like wait, hold on. <laughs> Why are you leaving? The, the, yeah. the one you used before seemed deeper. Hold <laughs> on, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I was. I mean, I've never seen stock footage be so goddamn jarring. You're like, this isn't the same show. Like. <laughs> They clear- yeah, I don't think this is even Chicago. They clearly went to the CBS archives and found some news footage from, you know, 15 years earlier with the worst quality cameras and shit. Mm-hmm. Either that or they went to anyone's home movies. Hey, you got any movies like when it was like snowing by you? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think I went out on the street a little. Right. Yeah. Um, and the, the, um, the thing that caught me here was the why can't his wife just come to the party with him? She knows all these people. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I'm going to go back to the office. I have one, what do you say? I have one patient today and we're doing our little Christmas party and then I'll be home to spend the holiday with you. Mm -hmm. So he leaves the wife at home, but she knows all, like, she's also friends with all these people that he works with. So why not just bring her to the fucking party or whatever? I I, I guess the, the main thing was, you know, like to start it off that it's just going to be the two of them. She's preparing everything. She's preparing the meal. She's preparing, you know, yeah, like well, the the de- decorations because, like, okay, he brought the little tree, but you know, <laughs> so I'm guessing she did. All hey, the you don't decorating. know about his little tree. You stay out of his pants, bro. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Do you think they have a good sex life? I I, I, I guess. So. Would you think? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll get to it a little bit actually <laughs> in the uh, third episode we talked <laughs> we brought up. So. Um, is she, she's a lot younger than him, right? She's gotta be. I think so. She seems like, younger, but she seems, ma- I mean, she seems mature, but she seems like he got him a little trophy wife or something. Yeah. Well, by the time 
that fifth season came along, which, you know, like um, our third episode we're going to talk about is in the fifth season. The way he spoke, it sounds like he's 40 at that point. Oh, because, right. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, he's talking about relative ages. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but we'll get, so it's like, okay, well, if he's 40, okay, yeah, how old is Suzanne Plachette? Yeah, she she must be like, she looked maybe late 20s, maybe early 30s. She had a little age in her face, but not, mu- not a much. A little yeah, bit. Not much. Um, So, of course, he goes to the office and nothing goes according to plan. They end up getting snowed right. in. Not, not only just snowed in, but also like there's power outages going out, yep. uh, going on along Chicago as well. Yep. So, um, it, you know, in most sitcoms, this would be the entire episode. It was weird that, and I noticed that a few episodes I was watching, the thing that is usually the sitcom cliche is usually just kind of a small portion of these episodes. Mm. Like a lot of shows would do an entire episode. Oh, we're snowed in in a blackout at the office or something. Right. This was like what five minutes of this episode, maybe? Right. Yeah. Like like uh uh one of the ones that I think you and I have talked about before too. Uh, Night Court, where they're right. snowed in. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, that that was the whole basis of the episode. Well, and there's all every episode. Every show has an episode where it's like, oh, we're trapped here. We're trapped in an elevator. Yes. We're trapped in the cooler. We're trapped in the. And so I was like, oh, this is where we're going to go. And then it just kind of goes by real quick. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's not what this episode really is about. It's it's really just about his wife wanting him home. And like he calls her up and, hey, honey, oh, at least we could talk on the phone. Phone goes out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bob, Bob. The fu- the funniest bit's probably at the end when he finally does get home. And he he's like frozen <laughs> stiff. Frozen stiff walks in like a fucking cartoon. <laughs> I can't. He's telling the story through frozen lips mm-hmm. about he's trying to bring his patient home, and the car broke down. And yeah, his car broke down, so he had to get a, a cab. And like fr- from where the the patient was dropped off, then he walked, which was I forget how many miles he wound up saying. Well, that's like what I'm four saying. Miles. That's why I'm saying like the you you think that the episode is going to be the we're st- we can't go anywhere but no he's like we just leave right because the one other character some random dude just goes oh don't even think about the elevator it's broke it's broken or something it's out and then he goes and there's the the craziest blizzard outside we can't go anywhere but then two minutes later they just leave <laughs> so it's like, yeah it's like yeah we'll still get yeah, out of oh. here <laughs> okay that was a weird. But yeah, he gives this whole story and he comes home frozen and, of course, he falls asleep before they can have their sweet night together. And she's like, well, we'll get right. him next year, Bob. Yeah, I love also some of the things like once she was getting kind of annoyed and that that he was still stuck at the office, but he's explaining to her. It's like she, she keeps mentioning that she keeps having to put the goose back in the oven. Yeah, she's like, it's shrinking, Bob. <laughs> it's shrinking. I I I think it's uh, what 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 did she say? Like I think it's like a oh it's gonna be a hummingbird by the time you get home. <laughs> yes, <laughs> having watched a smattering of episodes in the last few months, it it is strange to me that this one is on the top. What was it twenty or something? That list top twenty five. Uh, it's not a bad episode by any means, but I wouldn't say it's the best. No, of the I, twenty that but, I even watched. The, uh, the, the next episode I would say yes. is one of the, yes. the, the best ones, but this one, yeah, it, it, it was good. Yeah, it was fine. But, it it wasn't yeah. like amazing. 
So right. And I've definitely seen at least six episodes I would put way above this that weren't on that list. Right. I I'd, I'd put the first episode above that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. Like, yeah. The, the the first episode, which I I, I don't know. Like, do, do we want to just go into our three and then we'll go into the other episodes? Yeah. Probably do that. Yeah. Why, why don't we hit it that way? So, so so the second episode. What 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 uh, holiday are we dealing with this time? Thanksgiving. Ah, <laughs> which we dealt with uh, with the Friends uh, episode that we did. Yeah, Friends uh, was known. I I think I feel like their Thanksgiving episodes were their biggest, like all six of them in a room type episodes. Yep. Um, and some of the funniest, honestly. Looking back, very much so. I feel like I picked a poor one for that episode because I remembered the one we watched being better. But there are better Thanksgiving episodes. Of that show, no, it was it was it was definitely funny that one. Yeah, yeah. But so this episode was in season four. Was it called mm-hmm. Over the Hill? Over the was it Over the Hill? Over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. Yes, we go exactly. I didn't feel like writing that long ass title, so I just wrote <laughs> Over the River. Dot dot. <laughs> this episode was actually number one on that list. Yeah, and this episode, the third act alone. It's one of the funniest bits I've ever seen <laughs> on on most sitcoms. Oh, my God. So the, the main premise of the episode is Emily wants to go home to her parents' house in, was it Oregon? Is that what it was? No, no, Seattle. Seattle. She wants to go see her parents in Seattle. And Bob, he, one, I don't think he really wants to go. But two, he has a patient who's like, I need you. Yeah, th- th- this was Mr. Carlin. Uh, right. Again. <laughs> always Mr. Carlin in this fucking show, I feel like. Um, well, who's a great patient of his who's very neurotic and... Very neurotic. Fucking and full he, of himself. For real, kind of a dick. Full of himself. <laughs> and he, he, I was going to say, yeah, he's he's pretty much a dick. He's a like, fucking dick. He's just mean to everybody, but in a neurotic sort of way. <laughs> so, Bob ends up staying home, and she goes to the family's house, and there is a whole thing about... He's like, well, you you can't go without me or whatever. You know, you're afraid of flying, which when he said that, I was like, oh, yeah, because we talked about the pilot episode, which is all about his wife's fear of flying. Flying. And all I thought was someone wrote this goddamn episode and someone another writer goes, wait, we did an episode where she's afraid of flying. Oh, we better just mention it real quick. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> talked about, with, with continuity, it's like, oh, shit, yeah. So yeah, you I think know that's-, that's how it went, because they're like, oh, fuck, she's going to fly to her parents' house. Wait, she's scared of flying. Just have him say, wait, you're scared of flying. And she goes, I'll say, I'll get over it or I'll deal with it. Yeah, I'll deal with it. <laughs> I'll deal with it. You're like, we just had a whole episode about you being afraid of it. And you're just like, I'll deal with it. Why don't you just deal with it the first fucking time? <laughs> uh, anyway, so... Um, Bob stays back. She leaves, and then uh, Jerry, his dentist buddy from the office, is like, "Hey, I'll come over for Thanksgiving. There's a game on that I want to watch. It was his alma mater. Yeah, w- William and Mary. William and Mary. Give me a W. <laughs> G- give me an M. <laughs> what is the spell? What's the spell? Um, <laughs> um, and of course, the patient overhears too and makes some snide. He's like, "Oh, if he's going, I'm not going. Well, motherfucker wasn't even invited, but he shows up anyway." Yeah. <laughs> so, real easy, easy premise. A couple of guys sitting around watching football on Thanksgiving. Uh, so, Jerry shows up. He's got his alma mater's shirt on, and he's got a jug of... Do you remember what the 
The vodka. It was vodka and was it cranberry? Vodka and cider. Cider, apple cider. That's right. (laughs) They walks in. I was like, wow, the apartment's blue now. It's not acid puke orange anymore. Now all of a sudden the apartment's blue. It must have been that mid seventies shift from (laughs) a little touch up. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what looks much better? Which their apartment changes a lot in this because in the last season they're in a whole other fucking apartment. Uh, But there's a great bit about the patient. Because they talk about Halloween, because it's right, you know, we're we're in Thanksgiving, so they just talk about Halloween. Is right. you get any trick or treaters? And the patient guy's like, "No, but I made all these butter dishes." <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's like, it's like, like, yeah, it's something everybody could use, you know, a butter dish. I made a, got all these, like, were they monogrammed or something? Yeah, monogrammed butter <laughs> dishes to hand out, <laughs> including for Happy Halloween. Yeah, and Bob's like, "Oh man, we just got candy." <laughs> <laughs> we gave the kids candy like how foolish of us the fuck <laughs> and and it's like uh and and then mr carlin's like you know because he he got annoyed at the one point so he's like you know like basically to to give bob's butter dish to, <laughs> to carol um yeah to carol and then b- before bob leaves it's like bob where are you going it's like i'm going here it's like Hey, my butter dish. <laughs> oh, there was a great bit, too, with uh, Jerry trying to sell him a raffle ticket for, like, a turkey. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, like, like, hey, Bob, you want to... Oh, just a dollar. You want to buy a, a dollar. You want to risk a dollar for a turkey? Yeah, for, 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 uh, because uh, Jerry came... Jerry was an orphan. Mm-hmm. That That's, like, a bit of his backstory. He was an orphan. So this is for the orphanage. Yeah. And it's like I don't care. Well, well, yeah. Why don't you do five dollars? Yeah, five dollars is yeah. It's like uh, and so convinces Bob to file it. It's like well, no ten. <laughs> he goes, he goes. Come on, Bob. The orphans are eating meatloaf. He goes, yeah, because you're raffling off their turkey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's so funny. So yeah, they show up at the apartment, and he's got his he's got his alma mater shirt on. He's got this jug, and there's a great bit of uh, he goes. um... We drink every time the opposing team scores. Scores, and he's like, "Who's winning?" And Bob just goes, "Here's a glass." <laughs> <laughs> he's hands him a fucking glass. Uh, there's yeah, he's got this vodka and cider that's in this big ass jug. And there's a great bit about every he he offers Bob a swig, and every time Bob swigs out of this bottle, the doorbell goes off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it? Was it the doorbell or the? It was the door, yeah, oh the yeah, yeah, was the, yeah. Because you, you get that buzz. Yeah. So Bob takes yeah, a swig like, of this eh. shit and it's like, <laughs> he puts it down. And he just goes, "That's murder." <laughs> 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 so that's a running gag throughout it, which is actually very funny. Yeah, and uh, you know, one one of the times that it is the uh, the, the, the doorbell, it's Howard again. Was he the one that brought him the scotch? He's like, "Oh, look, it was aged in styrofoam kegs." <laughs> oh no, no, that that that, that was Mister uh, Mister Carlin. Carlin, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah like it was a thing. It's like, yeah, you owe me nine ninety five. I brought you some scotch. Oh look, it I was aged you, in styrofoam brought- keg. Yeah, you owe me ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> so we go through the day, and they're just watching the game, and clearly and drinking, drinking, just drinking. And usually this is something on a sitcom that is overplayed and not that funny. These when you play drunk, yeah, these guys I, are I, I know, and it, funny. it can it can definitely bomb r- r- real bad when, when they do that type of thing. So what does it start with? They're like, are, "Are you? I hear that if you drink too much on an empty stomach, you you get drunk." 
And he's like, I don't know about that. <laughs> They're already fucking <laughs> shit thing. I think we should eat something. You go, I got that turkey. So they go in the <laughs> kitchen. It's like, oh, the turkey's frozen. <laughs> There's a whole bit of oh, yeah. the oh, knock, that's knock the thing. Jokes. Bob won the turkey from 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 uh from Jerry. He he won the turkey. Right. And it was like this like what, a three pound turkey? Tiny little fucking thing, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think we have enough food. <laughs> and he's got this frozen ass turkey. And uh, there's a whole bit about these knock knock jokes that Mr. Carlin's doing these knock knock jokes that is <laughs> and, and and that that was one of the things that was so freaking hysterical. What was the what was the first one he gave the uh What, what was that? I wish I wrote the, it down. Uh, um but but what the boo one? Yes, yes. Uh, it's like, "Oh, uh and uh and, and Bob Bob's like uh, yeah, but because it's like knock knock. Yeah, you know, who's there? Boo, boo hoo. It's like oh yeah, like uh, why why are you crying or something like oh, yeah, that? Yeah, you can say boo hoo, and you can say why are you crying. And he's like, oh, that's pretty good. That's that's better. That's, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's good. better than what I was. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> so the, so then like I uh, was it Bob or was it Jerry? It's like oh, it was knock knock, <laughs> and, and, and Mr. Carl says, "Why are you crying?" <laughs> yeah. He like knocks the turkey on the table too. He just knocks the frozen turkey on the fucking table, and he goes, "Who's there?" He goes, "No, that was the, that was the turkey." He says, "Boo hoo!" <laughs> You're like, um, so yeah, I guess they figure that they're not gonna be able to make this fucking turkey. And there's this right, well, yeah, because they're going over like how much it would take, like what temperature, right. to cook the turkey. Yeah. It's like. Cook the frozen turkey. Yeah, it probably need like like two thousand degrees. It only like, goes to five hundred. This oven only goes like to five hundred. Oh, we'll need a whole we'll, bunch we'll of ovens. We'll need a couple ovens. Yeah. <laughs> we'll need a couple <laughs> ovens. Oh my god! So then they go to order food, and which they 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 decide on. He goes, I he goes, I want pizza. He goes, you said pizza. Pizza. He goes, I know a great Chinese place. It's a laundromat. (laughs) Or a laundry. It's the laundry. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, they decide they're going to order Chinese food. And there's just so many stupid fucking. He's like, I'll take the Mugu Gai Pan. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Everyone wants a. Ordering Mugu Guy fan. Mugu Guy. He's like, I'll take the Mugu Guy fan. He's like, and it turns into like Mugu Gugu. Yeah, Mugu Gugu. Oh my god! And then, so they keep going around. And they keep adding more and more mugu. Okay, more gugu. And he's like, okay, I'll take uh, I'll take another mugu guy pan. He's like, uh, goo to go, <laughs> goo to go, <laughs> another goo to go. Oh my god! And I, I believe, if, if I'm not mistaken, the other great thing about the Chinese uh, restaurant that they order from is it's called Who. Yeah, just watch this clip on YouTube, and you're gonna laugh because. Jesus Christ! They're, all this mugu gugu and mugu guy pan. And then what is uh what is Carlin order? I'll, I'll take the shrimp and what was it? Oh oh yeah, so, so sweet and sour shrimp or pork or yeah. something like that. Yeah, sweet and sour pork. I think. And he goes, make oh, up well, your which mi- one do you want? Make, make up your mind. I'll take the mugu guy pan. Uh, I'll take the mugu. Another goo to go. Oh my god! <laughs> so fucking stupid, but so funny. And then he goes to sit down and he goes to hang up the phone. <laughs> he just slams it on the table. <laughs> but that th- th- that was the thing they they played drunk well that that whole scene <laughs> of them 
ordering Chinese food drunk. Oh, yeah, when he kept saying moo goo goo goo, he's like, I feel like I'm ordering Chinese baby food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it was just a, a really fucking funny, like, what, five, seven minute scene, something like that. Just so fucking good. All four of these dudes just firing on all cylinders. He's, he's like, you said moo goo goo goo. Oh, the name. Do you remember the name on the order? Oh, uh, Dur, 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 Dur Bob Hartley. D-R-R. Dr. Dur. Dur. But, yeah, Emily comes home early, and Bob is just, like, fucking hammered. Still hammered, happy drunk. Yep. The oven goes off, and she's like, what's in the oven, Bob? He's like, oh, that was the turkey, and she opens it. There's nothing in there. Nothing in the fuck. He goes... Whatever you do, don't look in the dishwasher. <laughs> dishwasher. <laughs> and then the doorbell rings again. And, and the fucking Chinese they ordered is there. And it's, you know, four foot tall on a goddamn dolly. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Like, I got an no, order for Dur Bob Hartley. <laughs> Dur Bob Hartley. <laughs> it's like, yeah, watch me. We ran out of Mugu Gai <laughs> for the, doing this order. And... Yeah, the orders. What is it like ninety six dollars, <laughs> which, so which would be normally a a pretty high, you know, depending on like what size you know group you're ordering from. Yeah, it would probably be a pretty high Chinese food bill to begin with, and consider this was the early seventies. It's like, it, yeah, this is this this is an episode that shows you the magic of just these couple of guys in a room, really, and I think that. One of the things I read about it said that this was Bob's favorite episode as well. Ah. This was his favorite episode. That, that of the I show, didn't realize. Which his wife is probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> you choose the one that I'm barely in to be your favorite episode? What a bastard. Mm. Um, but yeah, very. Oh, oh, like, like the, the, the uh, early part of it, like they're arguing about like going like to, to, to her parents and that, you know, like that does take a, a bit of time. So she, she, she did get some uh, uh, FaceTime in that episode. But yeah, this is you really got to have strong characters and actors to pull off a episode like cuz cuz think about the pitch meeting. It's it's not really a big pitch for an episode. It, someone in the writers room said, "Okay, she wants to go to the family, he doesn't want to go, he stays home, gets drunk with the guys." That's the whole episode. Really? That's it. Yeah, it's, he's he's going to watch football and get drunk with the guys. And that's, you know, the la- last whole act of this episode and it's so fucking hysterical that you can do so much with so little story right but i think i i find that about the earlier sitcoms Mm -hmm. because you know you're dealing with okay only a couple of locations it well and nowadays it's like every sitcom has to be like every episode has to be the fucking spectacle of like Oh, they're so and so broke up, or so and so's pregnant, and so and so's there. You don't, you don't need that for a comedy show. As long as you have good writing and good characters, that that's right. why so many sitcoms are so irritating to me. Because it's like, oh, we someone gets fucking pregnant every goddamn episode. I feel like there's always a wedding yeah. or a pregnancy or a breakup or this. It's like yeah, that's well, not and, life. And, no, and, and, but I I think that you you you're hitting the nail on the head as far as like. A lot of these shows do that, and a lot of times, this is where the show, as the term from Happy Days goes, jumps the shark. Right. 
as, as soon as you start doing this, like, oh, okay, now they're married, or, oh, now they have a kid, or, you know, having a kid, or, like, sometimes they have a kid, and, like, all of a sudden, the kid is, like, instantly, like, five years old. It's like, wait, wh wh where did we go? <laughs> like, I think you just gave us a perfect transition into our final episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, the last episode we're going to talk about is the last episode of season five. And it is yes, you're 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 having my heart. You're having my heartly. So this is an episode where Bob's wife Emily and Carol both announce that they are pregnant with child. Yes, but well, the the, the episode starts out though. Emily is trying to wake Bob up. It's mm -hmm. like you know, it, it's it's like a little kid. You know, like like you know, five more minutes. Yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be right there. I'll, I'll I'll be right up. Then he goes to the office to find out that. Carol is pregnant. Mm -hmm. This episode, when I read the synopsis, that's what caught my attention, too, because it talks about they gave you a little behind the scenes with Bob and the fact that he didn't yeah. want to, which is interesting. He didn't ever want to have children on the show. Yeah. D did you read the part where they said it's like when they proposed? Yes. Doing the thing. It's like, oh, that's a great oh, idea. Oh, you're going to get to play Bob. It's a great idea. Who are you going to get to play Bob? Play I Bob. guess he. <laughs> I don't know if he just thought there wasn't comedy there or maybe it had been done to death that he didn't want to play a father on a sitcom. So I guess the right. idea was this was supposed to be the final episode. Yes. yeah, It was supposed to end at five seasons. I guess he was okay with them uh, having them leave the show with her pregnant because you're not, we're not going to shoot it. We're not going to have to deal with the kids. And then at some mm -hmm. point they decided to add a sixth season. So I read right. that and I was like, that's interesting. Um, not only for the fact that he didn't want to do this, but then they must have added. I, I fully expected it to be like the next season you come back and find out it's a dream. Right. But it's in the same episode. So they must have added this in before it even aired, I guess. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. Right. Yeah. But po possibly when they like figured out that, oh, we are going to do a sixth season. Oh, hold on! Wouldn't you just <laughs> wouldn't you just change the episode at that point? Wouldn't you just write something else? That's I guess. Well, and what, you know. it had to be like we were. They were already. It was already shot, and they right. were about to maybe go into production for the next season. They were like, we better just tack something on this. Well, yeah. I mean, you also have to figure out back then when you're filming an episode, you're filming an episode. Yeah, the the price of film actually is a little more expensive. Uh, what? Like, you know, in, in comparison to nowadays, hold on, let me whip out my phone. Yeah, yeah, here, here's, a, here's a sitcom episode. <laughs> well, the dream thing caught me because, one, we know how Newhart ended with one of the most yes. brilliant finales ever. Do you want to cover that real quick? Or do you want to not yeah, well, spoil it? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think, yeah, again, that was 1980. What? <laughs> it's like, yeah, and I, I think they've had enough time as well to... Uh, yeah, catch that one. So he, yeah, he had but a follow-up series called New Heart. Was it with Heart. a different cast? He played a different character. Pro the final Correct. episode. Oh. Go ahead. Yeah, although you did actually get some of the cast from the Bob Newhart show. Like certain characters did make a bit of a crossover, like as different characters. Right. Right. In New Heart. Right. But yeah, he 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 was an innkeeper in Vermont. Mm-hmm. So, so at the end of that series, the final episode, he gets hit in the head with a golf ball and wakes up. And when he wakes up, he's in bed. 
And not only is he in bed, who is he in bed with? His wife from the Bob Newhart show, the previous sitcom show that he had. Yes, Suzanne Plachette is in bed with him. And he basically describes Newhart, the series, as a dream he was having. Right. Fucking brilliant. It was fantastic the way it was all done. Which was later <laughs> stolen as a joke ending to Breaking Bad. Oh, right, right. They did one where uh, he wakes up. What, what's um, the fuck's his name? I can't think of it right now. Walter White. Yeah, the actor. Uh, Brian Cranston. Oh, uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, yeah. of course, was the father on Malcolm in the Middle. So they did a joke ending to Breaking oh, yeah. Bad where he wakes up <laughs> in bed next to Lois, the wife from <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle, which was brilliant. Gotta, gotta hit that one at some point, too. I did. You mentioned the other actors showing up, and this is what actually made me buy that Bob show on DVD. Um, mm-hmm. The Jerry character shows up as the same character in ah. the bo- in Bob. Oh, wow. Um, the other ones, yeah, the, the actors all kind of showed up randomly in the shows, but he was the mm-hmm. only one I noticed showed up as the same character, and I, it looks like he's the dentist still. He like maybe Bob goes to the dentist and it's him or something. I don't know, but oh, that's funny. It'll be interesting to see. But yeah, the Mister Healy guy, Bill Bill Daly, is that his name? Bill, Bill Daly, yeah. He showed up a few times in I think both shows that followed. Excellent. Yeah, like yeah, I, I love when they they do that type of thing where you have someone from like a prior sitcom, you know, or or show with someone that you can kind of uh, bring them in as another character or allude to the other show we we did talk about on friends how actually uh phoebe was actually the sister of a, another character on mad about you mm-hmm. well and that's what made me think so i mentioned the dream thing caught me one because of the ending of new heart um right. and also the pregnancy thing being a dream i remember i told you about the married with children shit mm-hmm. how katie seagal on married with children peg bundy they wrote her in pregnant on the show because she was pregnant in real life. Unfortunately, she had a miscarriage. She lost. So yeah. in Married with Children, they made her pregnancy a dream. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if this had anything to do with that because I didn't know about this. Yeah, I'm not sure. I wonder if they were like, well, we can. it's a dream and that's kind of stupid. But Bob Newhart did it. So maybe we can use right. it as like a little in-joke. You know what? And here's the thing. You you can do it to a degree. You know, like, again, Bob Newhart did it well. What you're saying, like, with, with Married with Children. You know, like, they, you know, they they were able to do it. But then you take a show like, again, not a sitcom, but St. Elsewhere, where, oh, this was all a, this whole series was a dream <laughs> in, in, in the mind of an autistic child. It's like, what? Well, and it's so funny <laughs> that Newhart didn't want to have kids. I don't want to be a dad on TV. He had four kids in real life. Oh yeah, no, no, he, he was, <laughs> he was a, dad. a dad, but apparently he, just didn't he hated it. Be I mean, one on the show. He's like, "Fuck that shit! I'm a dad in real life. I don't want to be a dad in TV." Which is un- unlike <laughs> every other comedian who does a show. They all do family yep, shows. The family. Mm-hmm. The, I think Tim Allen though didn't he have like three daughters? So he made it three sons on the show, something like that. You may be right. I think that was his like. I already have three girls, so let's have three boys or some shit. But yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of comedians they'll they'll use that to you know write that you have something funny happen with your kid you come in you pitch it everyone loves raymond was was famous for that ray would I, I was come just in. gonna actually go to that show ray. it's like yeah he actually had twin boys and he had you know like a girl he would come in and, and go he, here's a weird thing that happened with my sons let's talk about it i'm gonna do an episode about it that's but bob was I, like i, I, I don't I, fucking want to think about my kids anymore <laughs> fuck this 
I, I, I still love, like, uh, with Raymond, like, uh, he, when he was on uh, Saturday Night Live, he was explaining a little about kind of the difference between doing the sitcom, you know, like, with the characters, but, like, you know, kind of based on his life and that. It's like, yeah, it's like in real life, you know, you know, you, you know what, you know what's a joke to my, to my uh, boys, to, to my twin boys? Farts. Here. Ooh. <laughs> right. Ooh. Look at the keys. Ooh. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like. This episode it made me laugh because it opens with fucking Jerry fat shaming Carol. Like, oh, you're getting so fat. You're like, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, my God. This, this He's is like, like, what are you doing? Your fat rolls like, over on your pants or some shit. And she's like, I'm pregnant. Yeah, I'm like, He's like, oh. I was like, damn. There's a fun yeah. moment about all the guys melt like butter at the, the thought of having yeah, a baby. When they find out about, like, it's basically mention having a baby. Just mention baby. And like, Oh, it's like like they they, they, well, they all of a sudden like like they're crying. They're thinking about the cute little baby. Now, when you watch this back, thinking about the fact that the whole episode is a dream, it's very bizarre. For one, that they didn't change it, like we mentioned. It's not like it's not like an afterthought. Yeah. They wrote the episode, or at least showed the episode with this dream thing in there. So you have the men, the baby thing is that's I guess that's part of the dream. That's not real. The men yes. are melting over the baby. You have a scene where the guys again get drunk. I guess Bob has a real drinking problem because <laughs> all the guys go out and they're talking about uh, first time fatherhood and da, da, da. and mm. they come home. Oh, 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 I, I love the bar, by the way. The bartender shows up <laughs> again in the final episode that I watched. He's in six mm. episodes and plays five different characters. Oh, wow. The bartender. So oh, cool, how weird cool. is that? But, but I love his like. Being a wise ass with the guys, like okay, you, you got the beer, so you know he puts down a beer. It's like okay, Shirley Temple, you got the martini, you got the uh, Shirley They're Temple. All beer. It's, all, it's beer. all beer, and it's like wait, and, uh, <laughs> I think it's Howard. It's like I, I don't think that this is a Shirley Temple. He, this Shirley so Temple like, tastes oh, funny. He, says. he switches beers with <laughs> with Jerry. He goes, it's like he has a beer in his hand. He goes, this Shirley Temple tastes funny. It's like oh, hold on, and he it, it switches it with one of the other beers. Yeah. Yeah, that actor was funny, and then when I watched uh, the, another episode, he showed up as a different character, so I had to look into him. Six episodes, five characters. So that's pretty That's wow. pretty cool, but apparently this character doesn't exist because it's a dream. Mm. <laughs> you know what? We should have known it was a dream because, like, even though, yeah, again, this is the early 70s and that, but it's like, how many beers did those guys drink? And it's like, the, the it was tab like was like something. a dollar something. Yeah, yeah it's like... Well, that's what I was this like. Must be a dream. I was like, is there? Are these little like hint jokes to the fact that it's because right? I, I was I was thinking about that afterwards. I'm like, wait, are are some of these things like uh, alluding to? Yeah, this can't be real because of yeah, and that, that's that's why it's bizarre that they did this episode to begin with because they had to have known by the time it fucking showed. So it seems like any other show, any other show. <laughs> If they if that was the plan, they would have just scrapped that episode and maybe saved it for the fin- the the sixth season finale or something. Right. They wouldn't tack on these weird things. I I, I don't. It doesn't even feel like the shit's tacked on because, like you said, there's hints in there. There's a a scene where a right. horse shows up in the apartment. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they bring home a yeah, horse. They, they 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 were thinking of what 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 gift to <laughs> to have for the baby. So it's like. Yeah, it's like oh, so all of a sudden, like the uh, Emily opens the door, and they have a horse. And I want to like, get the kids a pony. We, we, we got him a pony. Here. That's not a pony. It's like, 
that, that that's a horse. He's like, it used well, to be a pony. He was a pony at some point. <laughs> yeah, he used to be a pony. He used to be a pony. <laughs> so yeah, this is a really bizarre study in a sitcom decision. I don't quite under. I fully, I literally expected it to be a season six opener, just like Married with Children did, where they go, okay, that was a dream. Now let's move on. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was already there is really fucking weird to me. I like it, but it's very fucking weird. Oh yeah, there's a lot of humor in this episode. There's the the bit when they're drunk and they start just conversationally dropping Sinatra. Mm-hmm. That's life. Oh, and, and, and back and forth to yeah, each other. Yeah, that's life. <laughs> that's what all the people say. You're riding high in April. <laughs> Shot down in May. Down in May. <laughs> and he's like, said something about wasn't he talking about the kid being a president? And he's like, well, yeah, you've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a, a, a poet, a pawn, and a king. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just slowly like, doing Sinatra, which I oh love. yeah, that 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 was also uh, Tom Poston <laughs> who we were talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I I'm trying to remember was that in was that in season five or in season four of uh, four I think where like uh, his character comes in apparently he's been friends with Bob for many years. Uh, yeah, he says he's his oldest one, but he didn't show up early. No, no. <laughs> but they went to college or something together. I think he talks about going to college, something like that. Yeah, but um, but yeah, like he's a guy that loves playing practical jokes. They bring up the. And I feel like I've read now that this was a myth, the Washington's wooden teeth. That wasn't true, right? Right. That's now yes. been disproven yeah, that, or that, no? I believe that has been uh, uh, disproven. The old wise tale that, that George Washington had wooden dentures. Right. I remember my grandpa I, was I, telling me that too. Yeah, I think, you know what? Elements of it may have been made of wood, but other parts were actually made from, like, I believe, human teeth. <laughs> the... Um, the horse bit had a few funny lines where he's like, she's like, you need to take that horse back. And he's like, I lost her a seat. <laughs> and then the, and he, he wanted to keep him out on the balcony. Yeah, keep my, well, keep him on the balcony. That way we're not tripping over him all the time. <laughs> but the uh, the other couple. And he'll he'll have to learn to use the elevator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he goes, don't worry, Bob. We'll, t- we'll take him back with us. We have to go back to our hotel anyway or whatever. And he goes, I hope you're okay with sharing a double bed. And his wife goes, he told me he was done with that stuff. <laughs> he goes, you mean in general or with horses? <laughs> like, the- yeah, exactly. Who are you it's sharing like, that wait, bed he's with? He's done you this before? Freaks? <laughs> we fuck a lot of horses. No big deal. <laughs> but he, Bob looks out. I think it was right after they leave. Bob looks out the balcony and he goes, man, he would have worked wonders on those window boxes like Implying, I think the manure would like fertilize. Yes, exactly. <laughs> implying that the horse would have shit all over their flowers and made them grow better. <laughs> oh man, that was, that was funny. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I love though when, like, again, it's only the dream, but when uh, Emily breaks the news to Bob that she's pregnant because the like the the peepers the the the, the couple there. They're trying to play. They want to play a practical joke on Emily. So they're leaning over. Bob is leaning over. So when Emily comes into the thing, she'll think, wait, something's wrong with me. Why, why is everyone else like positioned this way? Something's got to be wrong. <laughs> so it's, so she's like, yeah, well, yeah, well, there, there is something to, you know, like wrong with me or whatever. It's like, yeah, I'm pregnant. <laughs> so he goes from leaning position to just falling over. <laughs> 
Yeah, this is uh, so of the three episodes, what would you tell someone to jump into? Probably definitely the second one, season four. Second one would be the first. Um, I, I, I mean, the fact say. that it's number one on that list of best episodes, the fact that it was Bob's very favorite episode, the fact that it's fucking hysterical. Um, mm-hmm. And you know what? I kept waiting. Like, I was waiting for that moment where someone's going to go, it's racist. It doesn't ever tip there, I don't think. No. When they're doing no. like they're not doing Asian accents. They're they're playing they're doing wordplay nope. and stuff like that. And I was like secretly I was like, please don't tip to that. Don't don't do the accents. Don't right. And they didn't. And I was I was no. they, happy they, and proud. They, they, not that I'm like ever offended by racist shit, but I was like, I don't want don't cancel Bob Newhart. <laughs> don't cancel. No, no, um, no. But 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 uh Which would be real easy to but, do when you're doing Chinese menu jokes and exactly they yeah, didn't go for the again, they, they 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 played with the names of yeah. the the food yeah. and you know, it's like yeah you know, goo it sounds like Chinese menu food yeah you know, like yeah. <laughs> because of them messing up like because you know, they're, they're drunk, you know, like yeah. drunk <laughs> so I was like oh they didn't do it they didn't they took the high road mm-hmm. which I love which this show is all high road in my opinion but uh, yeah the, all the episodes that I've watched. Yeah. So we recommend just just go watch that episode and see how you feel about it. I would say, what was the mm-hmm. name of it again? Over the river and through the woods. Yes, over the river and through the season woods. Season four. Yeah, season. That four. is correct. So the creators caught my eye. Oh yeah, yeah. Created by there, there were two names. The 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 first name that caught my eye and ear, I guess, <laughs> was the fact of. Um, one of the creators was, and also uh, one of the people that did some of the music was Lorenzo, Lorenzo Music. Lorenzo Music, which is a and, name that I've known my entire childhood. Right. And many out there, it's like, where do I know that from? Where do I know that from? Well, he was the voice of Garfield, the animated Garfield, you know, like the cartoons and specials for all those years. Lorenzo the Music you was think Garfield. Of Garfield in your head, that's him. I don't yes. think anyone jumps to Bill Murray in that fucking snare. No. Um, so no, 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 no. That was that was what caught my eye too. I was like, oh shit, Lorenzo Music. That's a very unique name. As you, I was like, that's got to be him. Looked it up. Yes, it is. Um, the other creator is David Davis, which got me thinking. I was okay. like, Jim Davis is the Garfield creator. And upon googling it, there's no site that's like this is the same guy that I could find. But Jim Davis's brother is David. Uh, I think it was David Doc, Doc Davis and they said mm-hmm. there's also a character in Garfield based on him that it was in many of the comics and uh, I think several episodes of the show and then I saw that these guys worked on Rhoda they were both producers and writers on Rhoda oh wow um, and so <laughs> David Davis is married to Julie Kavner who was Marge Simpson Simpson of which we said before uh, Marsha Wallace, uh, Carol, was, was Miss Krabappel on the from Simpsons. The Simpsons. It's like this big so incestuous like- sitcom fucking. <laughs> but I was like, so Jim Davis wrote Garfield and then his brother was probably good friends or knew this Lorenzo music guy from Lorenzo working music. on Rhoda like, and working hey, you know, on. I got a guy with a good voice. Yeah. yeah, you should try him out. But it's also very strange that you would go from writer producer to lead vocal on a long fucking running show like that yeah but i was telling you i always liked the the bill murray connection with garfield because yeah, lorenzo music me. was garfield 
um, when they did the Ghostbusters, the animated show, was the real Ghost, yeah, the, the real, the real Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. The Bill Murray character was a Venkman was voiced by Lorenzo Music, and then he is, is now dead. So when they were doing the Garfield movies, they brought in Bill Murray to play Garfield. So I always thought that was kind of like, a, I got you back, bitch. Mm. I wondered if he, there was ever any animosity or if he was just like, I'm not doing that fucking cartoon show. Or if yeah, he was I'm just cheaper. Sure on that Who one. Knows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, that, that, that could definitely be. Yeah. And and, and that, uh, now I also uh, saw some things uh, from the uh, like some of the credits in that that uh, the guy that played uh, Jerry the the dentist uh, Peter Peter Bonners um, he actually directed later seasons he actually wound up directing a bunch of the episodes. What was his name? Uh, Peter uh, B O N E R Z. Okay. Yes, it's either Bonners or yes Boners. I'm not sure. Just say boners, but say it real slow and look me in the eye when you do it. <laughs> boners. Oh, that David Davis also was a creator on Taxi. Ah, yeah. I did not know that either. Crazy. Crazy and, small world. <laughs> what, one of the other um, things I saw for season six, someone that actually wound up um, taking the directing uh, reins for a lot of the episodes was Dick Martin. Of Rowan and Martin's laughing. Oh, I don't know if I ever knew yes. his first name, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Dick Martin they, actually wound up doing. I think they both did a lot of directing at, at one point. I believe they did, but it's like one of those. Oh yeah, they did a lot of directing. Oh, what? I don't know. Well, we found one. <laughs> yeah, like those were guys. I didn't. I never really seen that show. I've seen clips of it, but um, I remember right. them guest spotting on a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. They were on a little bit of everything back in the seventies, I think. Yeah, and they, they they were also like one of those like groups, yeah, you know, like uh, duos that would also it's like, oh, okay, let's let's welcome uh, uh, Rowan and Martin, uh, like you know, like they'd be on Johnny Carson or any variety type shows. They they, they would uh, wind up showing up uh, on those. Did you? Uh, were there any other episodes you wanted to mention real quick to stand out? Yeah, uh, t- two for me that stood out. Actually, the first episode, which. As you alluded to, they had to kind of go like go back to uh, um, the episode where uh, Emily goes to visit her parents in Seattle and has to fly. Well, the first episode is where Bob has a group that is afraid to fly. Mm-hmm. You know, like of his uh, uh, psychiatry uh, practice, he's got like twenty people that are afraid to fly, and as the graduation present or whatever is. They're going to go on a flight to New York. And as a present to himself, he and Emily are going to stay a little extra in New York and then fly back separate. But he did not know. She's actually afraid of flying herself. She's afraid of flying herself. So I I enjoyed that episode. Um, Like you get to see how neurotic some of his um, patients are right at the beginning. Because what one of the best things was um, I don't remember were the regulars there yet or was it just random? Oh no, um, Mr. Carlin I think was Carlin already was there. already there. Yeah, he was in the final episode too. Like he was there for the whole fucking run, man. Yep. No, no, he 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 was definitely the if you want to say number one patient. Yeah. But uh, one of the things that happens is he has Howard come to talk to the people about flying because. Howard is a an uh, airline navigator. He's late. What happens is he finally gets there. He's like, yeah, 
Yeah, sorry, Bob. I, I got lost. He he's the airline navigator, <laughs> yeah. so like you you can see the patients are all like. We never said he was good at his job. <laughs> Although and, I feel like he must get promoted at some point because his his uniform changed in the later seasons yes. to like yes. a brown. Over all the seasons, like you know, it's like oh, okay, he starts out with the standard airline blue and the yellow with the gold uh, yeah. uh, things, and then it's like it's like a tan at one point, and yeah, yeah. But what one of the best things is again showing how neurotic. The, the the patients are they, they're all gonna go downstairs they're they're taking the elevator and um howard is uh mentioning it's like oh you know it's like it's it's uh you know like a, an air uh what you want an airplane is safe it's you know it's a big you know like thing but but like it's it's safer it's safer than like hell an elevator is like just uh Suspended by like one thin cable, and you, and all the patients <laughs> pile off the elevator. <laughs> yeah, he's a fun he's a fun character who's just so s- sad and never says the right thing. No, never never once said the right goddamn thing. No, I, I love when uh, also like when when the peepers uh, have come over and that, and he comes over beforehand. It's like. Oh, I see that you only have four uh, table settings. Oh no, I, I understand. I, I I get it. I'll I'll just go to my apartment and get, and get an extra chair. <laughs> <laughs> right. One of the other um, high-ranking episodes. Uh, if death be my destiny, the, the the premise of the thing is you know Bob Bob goes for a checkup. He's like you know got like all uh, great marks from the doctor, and he's you know like in there with his uh, patient. Telling them it's like you know you, you gotta live you you gotta like try things you know uh, try try uh skiing uh yeah like is this the one where he murders him and fucks him fucks his corpse no 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 not that one oh that, that was, was a different one. one that was that was a different one but um uh, <laughs> no he, he's he's telling this patient that's like like afraid of everything basically that it's like okay you know you gotta live you know why don't you get your driver's license okay why don't you uh, take up like skiing why don't you take up some things that will you know make you feel alive then bob goes to leave afterwards and opens the uh, elevator and walks in and grabs the cables because the elevator's not there <laughs> <laughs> So he's hanging by the cables of the elevator. That sounds kind of cartoony for this show. Yeah, it, it was actually. Like, you don't get a lot of that. I th- I thought the horse thing in that episode was probably the was, most cartoony the most thing cartoony. I'd seen. Yeah, but yeah, the, the, this was a little bit on the the, the cartoony end, and uh, basically he wound up having to go down the cable that the elevator was on the uh, floor under him and uh, he had to go down and then go through that top uh, the trap door at the top of an elevator. To get into the elevator, wow. so I can't picture Bob doing that, right? So, <laughs> so, so basically, oh, and the frozen thing was pretty cartoony, but yeah, but uh, so, so basically, it was like, okay, you know, here's he's telling people, oh, you got to live, and then here he is. Now he's afraid. So I, I, I liked that episode because because of just like the the overconfidence that Bob has. Till all of a sudden he has a near death experience. Do you think he's good at his job? That that's the interesting thing. For someone that's a psychiatrist, I think he's a bit neurotic himself, and so it's kind of ironic. Hey, that that he's in that position. You get the feeling that he cares a lot. Yes, he cares. But 
he's also he's also just kind of there sometimes. Yeah, he and, doesn't feel. He feels like he just kind of. Oh yeah, that's great. All right, next. You know. <laughs> yeah, like not necessarily giving the always the best advice or. <laughs> right, but you don't feel like he's a bad guy. But he's no. Would you go to him? If you if you had this window into his world, you saw exactly the type of person he was. You've seen the show and it's real. Would you still go to this doctor? I I, I might like do, do a visit or two just <laughs> j- j- just to see what it would be like. You're like <laughs> I think I'm gonna go see someone else. <laughs> it's like yeah, not for nothing, but uh, yeah, you, you've done great. But yeah, I think it's time for me to move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Are we good? Are we good? We cover. Did we recommend this show enough? Because I think that everyone should go watch the Bob Newhart show. It all all six Agreed. seasons are on Hulu. That's Correct. where we watch them. Yeah, uh, and there I, is I a didn't DVD see any out real that gaps, I want to buy. <laughs> there is a DVD out. I will be buying. Well, you didn't see. I didn't see any gaps either. I think yeah. they're all there. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, and I think Shout Factory also put out this whole series. So wow, <laughs> this <laughs> podcast is tur- Factory again. This podcast has turned into a ad. Uh, yes. Six episode ad for Shout Factory. Shout Factory. <laughs> and, but, so, and tune in, folks, on uh, on Thanksgiving Day for Shout Factory and the Mystery Science Theater, the Turkey Day Marathon. <laughs> so for next episode, we are to be determined yet, or do you think you yes, know what but, you want to cover? Well, put it this way, folks, we're, we're gonna go a lot more recent. We're we're gonna like come a lot more modern. In, in respect to, you know, we've done a lot of, we've done a few 70s, we've done some 60s. Yeah, we, we did 190s, but yeah, I, I think it's time to get a little closer we to the 2000. present. <laughs> yes, we did 2000. We, we did Norm. But yeah, I think we need to get a little closer to uh, the present. So next episode, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be closer. You kids will have been alive during whatever show we do next. Yes. <laughs> Unless we have a lot of like COVID babies listening, so COVID babies, <laughs> they they need some uh, moo goo goo goo. Yes, yes, some moo goo goo goo. Yes, <laughs> Chinese baby food. <laughs> and right. if if you enjoy um, sitcom my face, uh, please uh, visit our Facebook page, visit our uh, visit our uh, YouTube channel, visit our uh, Twitter. Even though I haven't tweeted in a while, and um. You know, and recommend it to your friends. You know, and, and if if there's any sitcoms that you'd like to see, please tell us. You know, tweet us, email us. I believe we're uh, sitcommyface at gmail dot com. Damn right. Yeah, if you want to see JJ's uh, uh, t- Twitch uh, channel, he is at Bidwell Fog. Yeah, Twitch TV slash Bidwell Fog. If you are listening to this, uh, he is Netnick one nine one on Twitch. That is correct. In case you're listening on, uh, you got to cover all the gamuts. We got YouTube, and we're we got the Spotify and YouTubes and the Twitches and the emails and the Twitters. Try a try a Jello. Yeah, I fell into Cosby okay. there for some reason. Yeah, I, I don't know what. Was, <laughs> Jay, why did you? What is in this? What's in that drink? Oh. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> You roofied yourself. I don't know. Are we going to be able to cover that show ever? Because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, How do you talk about that we'll, show without? We'll find a way because, again, it is one of the in sitcom history. It is a classic. Yeah, you know, like a bloke, uh, it broke a lot of barriers, including ones that we weren't aware of. But um, broke a lot of hymens. <laughs> we have, <laughs> which also some of they weren't aware of. But um, <laughs> oh, ouch. 
for uh, Sitcom My Face, I've been Nick Franco. I've been Jay Bidwell. And we hope you'll Sitcom Sitcom My my face. Face. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Ha, ha, ha.